Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Welcome back to Vida y Vino on Bro Taste This, a podcast where we break down food, news, wine, and our childhood trauma. I am one of your hosts, Luis Pablo, and alongside me we have Phil Golden Corral. Why, hello. And welcoming back into the country of United States of America, we have Juan Legend. Hello, 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 everyone. My heart rate today... Is 92. Ooh. That sounds a little high. It's a little high. It's probably because of the cocktails. That makes sense. We mm. did uh, keep an eye out for our YouTube slash Instagram slash TikTok where we'd be uploading our... Our uh, take on a Oaxaca old-fashioned. Oaxaca old-fashioned. It's essentially um, a classic old-fashioned that would normally have whiskey, bitters, and sugar. But instead, of uh, you know, to keep with the theme lately... Um, I used an Añejo tequila, which is the most aged uh, version of a tequila you can get as a whiskey substitute, which turns it into a Oaxaca old fashioned. Ooh, mature. That's Age. right. Age and mature. Exactly. Right. So this is actually season two, episode 29 of Bro Taste This, Vida y Vino, where for the next couple of episodes, it's not going to be many of them. We ran season one up until episode 29, 28. 27. Mm -hmm. No, 28. 28. 26.5. 26.5. We broke down wine. So we love cocktails. Juan has been bartending for how many years now? Um, Nine. No, no, not that. Eight. No. Eight. Eight. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I bartended alongside serving. But I would say bartending maybe four years. And Phil has been to a bar before. Yeah, yeah I've, been alcohol- I've been an alcoholic for like the past four years or so. <laughs> and he's been a Wisconsinite his whole life. Exactly. Oh, yeah. So that makes it even better. That qualifies mm-hmm. you. Exactly. That, almost and, that alone. And for our viewers, wait until the uh, special 100th episode where we try crystal meth straight from the Breaking Bad series. That's right. That blue shit. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Some of that. Some, some of that finger some of that licking smurf, good. Smurf. The, finger the, licking good. That cool ranch. Gotta get the Papa Smurf. Exactly. Uh, welcome back, Juan. First of all, enlighten us on how your trip went. Dude, my trip was magical, man. I, I've i been telling everybody that, that'll listen, like, my trip was, like, fucking magical. I felt like, one, I got to meet my family and a lot of my cousins who ha- are of similar age, um, like, now at this stage in their life, mm-hmm. as they're forming their, their families, as they're, like, getting married, finding their life partners. So that in itself is exciting. But in addition to that, I like my favorite and most like um, impressive part about the trip was the fact that I got to spend a few days in uh, GTO, GTO or Guanajuato, Guanajuato, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, like not only is it self-named like every awesome city is, but it's also like quite literally like a Mexican Paris, dude, like every, every like Guanajuato. One, Guanajuato, Guanajuato. Like every everywhere you walked around, one everything is walkable because like it's very hard to get around in a car there because like the alleyways can be very narrow. So like the car might not even be allowed down the route you might need to take. Mm-hmm. It's not impossible, but it's hard. 
And so it's a very walkable city and um, you want to walk everywhere. And also every, everywhere you turn around, you see you feel like you're in the movie Coco, right? Like the, the <laughs> color schemes that, that the houses are painted with. Like, yeah. That was like one of the inspirations. Like you're seeing cathedrals like similar to, to the Notre Dame, like on every other block. Or like once you step inside these churches, the figurines are dipped in gold. The, the walls are hand painted. Like and so, like the churches themselves are also like these, like exemplar uh, works of craftsmanship. So you're just like going every. It's like an artist's dream because there's also museums on like every other block. Like it, it, it was just a crazy time in that city that, and like I would, I feel like I want to go back like another five times because like, uh, after like a day of sightseeing like that. We would go out at night and like treat ourselves to like this like five course meal. Yeah, and be paying be paying like twenty bucks for it, dude. Yeah, um, like, for those who haven't listened mm-hmm. already, I would go back and listen to the last. I think it was the twenty minutes of the last episode. That's right, mm-hmm. twenty two minutes, something like that, where you and uh, your fiance ended up talking about your experience. And I think was that that was like immediate uh, feedback, right? Like you yeah. guys were just. Had yeah, just gotten back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You guys exactly. Just we had be- we had literally like just gotten back. This like, we had just gotten back exactly. Yeah, so but I I really enjoyed listening to that. And Guanajuato is a very special state and the city itself. And what a lot of people don't realize is that that's actually where the Mexican independence war started, where uh, Mexico started fighting for their independence in Guanajuato itself. Oh, so it's got a lot of reach. Yeah, it's got a very big rich history of hardworking people and i mean like juan said the pictures that you uploaded on social media were i mean really really stagnating the way you said that it looks like a small recreation of coco like like to me i i'm seriously like telling anybody who who will listen like it felt like i was walking through a small rome a small paris Mm -hmm. like um and i i almost like I'm telling you guys more personally and like I'm, I'm almost like whispering like barely away from the mic <laughs> because I feel like it's a city that's going to turn into Tulum in a few years where like Tulum, if you go now, you're going to be paying 20 bucks a margarita, not yeah. like $20 a five course meal where like it last time I was in GTO with, with you know, our boo, like my boo, I mean. Um, like I was saying, after that day of sightseeing, we treated ourselves to like the best meal of our trip, right? And then we went out clubbing after that at like three clubs that were within like one block of each mm-hmm. other. So it was just so, uh, an incredible experience or a night that you kind of. I, I have a hard time coming up where, in like a city where I could have an experience like that. Like, well, unless either, you're in, a, whether that be stateside or right. or at another place on that sort of budget. Yeah, no, that was a big thing yeah. I wanted to point out, like mm-hmm. on that budget, because, you know, my fiance and I have gone to like Miami and like you are paying yeah. up the ass to go yeah. to like a restaurant to a nice bar. And it's like sick. But then you're like, fuck, like, yeah, you know, you're really paying for it. Whereas, you know, I really hope that Guanajuato doesn't get Americanized the way Tulum has where it's like filled. I'm, with, I'm very scared because like there's some it, really beautiful sites it almost, in Guanajuato it, also. Like I said, it almost feels like like a secret that i shouldn't be telling that that's how cool it was <laughs> that i should keep to myself but like so i almost i'm almost telling you two in the room more more mm-hmm. than our listeners 
Um, but yeah, I, it's a city that even if I like only spoke English, I feel like I would try to visit just to get that like mm. European plaza cathedral feel. That rich in 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 deep culture from yeah. like hundreds of years, like you were saying, from like the cathedrals and like the artists and mm-hmm. yeah. the being lazy now just eating food <laughs> i mean <laughs> I, mean, I mean not now like it's, Are they all it's, artists? How's the crime I, over it's there? still uh one like the crime is basically non-existent within the city like people are literally um staying out till five o'clock in the morning like going clubbing from dance to dance almost like they have like a, a spanish culture to to nighttime you know like where yeah. the, they'll eat tapas and shit like till late in the morning uh, essentially so, and and uh, they were telling us about during uh, October they have something called the Cervantino oh. Festival where they, it will be a month long like binge party f- where they've told us that people will sleep on the streets because, <laughs> because the hotels get so full that, that people that just sleep people on the will just sleep on the streets awesome. for a month dude that people will be doing that for a month and, like this is a crazy safe city too like wow the place we were staying in front of was in front of the university. Mm-hmm. So we woke up to like these hipster cafes and we would go out there. <laughs> That's awesome. And they would make us like their hipster chilaquilas mm-hmm. and shit. It, it, it was a great time. Like I, I cannot remember. Weren't you almost part of a knife fight? I mean, how that safe was at is a different that place. Safe? That was, that was in Guanajuato? Yeah, um, that was in a different place. This is like You almost a, got into a knife fight when you were down there in, recently? In the capital. No, uh, in oh, the Mexico small City? town. In the small town where we were staying at. Mm-hmm. That happened. Okay, okay. But I mean, that, that was like there was a fair and then the fair ended and as the crowds were dispersing like um I, a group of people started like fighting and one of the guys took a knife from the guy who prepares fruit and started like threatening the other guys but I, at that point everybody was already like 100 yards away so yeah, i really i really felt for your uh, your grandma or your aunt who's who didn't yeah. get her change oh, back and wanted her like, what the fuck fries did it get her a hot what dog and fries <laughs> The fact that she didn't, she did not give a shit. She was almost like a, a fucking horse, dude. She would not move. Like she would just like dug in, and she's like, "No, I gotta get my fries." I, I paid get for a change. service. I paid for this. I'm waiting. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. The thing that I really wanted to touch up on is, uh, you guys mentioned how humble they were over there. Like yeah. you know how difficult it was for them to like collect money, and yeah. they, they just made it last. And for like. You know, you guys went down there with, you know, obviously I don't know, but you guys went down there with some sort of money to for the trip, and I that really kind of clicked in my head of like remembering how simple times are down there, yeah, and how like difficult it is to to get ahead, to get ahead, yeah. yeah. Even seeing like your, uh, you you know, we'll be uploading it later this week, but um, by the time this comes out, it'll be out on our Instagram and you know everything of you just like your grandparents cooking. Yeah. And they're just like, like, that's what they do. Yo, I got to say, though, like by hand, when I'm an old man, I want to retire over there, bro. (laughs) Yo, they retire like kings, dude. Like if I was an old man, I would let me just give you some context. Well, you get to drive in a taxi. Like my grandpa, this is my grandfather's day. He'll he'll wake up. What time? Like. 7 or 8 p.m. Okay. So right? Oh, people time. Or I'm sorry, 8 a.m. I don't know why I said that. Oh, people time. Uh, he, he'll wake up like 7 a.m., 6 a.m., like mm-hmm. sometimes 8 a.m. on a late day. And he'll make himself breakfast, make himself lunch. And then he'll take the what they call La Ruta or like the bus mm-hmm. um, into 
a central plaza and gardens it like in near the biggest city which is like 10 minutes away mm -hmm. so he'll take that almost every day to go play dominoes with his other old friends like in the central plaza bro and then they'll go eat tacos right after that and they spend all day doing that shit they'll go and spend like an hour or two in front of the church to talk about godly things like this this has been his life for like 20 years <laughs> <laughs> like dude, dude he, he's he's like 87 his God uh, damn his father-in-law was 107 when he died living the same lifestyle like no wonder they live so long they they're in paradise it's probably also that sense of community in that sense of yeah. like love and faith yeah like whereas down here we're like hustling and bustling like we gotta work we gotta get ahead we gotta like do something i i think it's it's more so the community part because like yeah because it there's just always somewhere for him to go like inject himself into a conversation mm -hmm. and like still be a part of a social group and dude like i said he's like he has a limp he walks around with a little like a little uh, cane a walking cane and he has for like 10 years but even then he's still going to the plaza playing dominoes with his guys yeah eating tacos at like 8 p.m at night with his like boys yeah like, sometimes i kind of hold it against my uh, granddad who's down there how like all the families up here yeah and him and my grandmother are the last two people down there like from my dad's out of the family at the same time, when I think about it from like what you just said, like why would he want to come? Yeah, yeah. If I was if I was our grandparents, I would not want to fucking come. Like no. I kind of see it from his point of view now more. Like, well, yeah. Like he he knows everything down there. Like yeah. he knows he can wake up. Like he do, he doesn't even put his plate away when he's done eating. Yeah. <laughs> like he literally eats and like a little kid going to school, ready to go play. He just like <laughs> walks down the street. Goes to hang out with the homeboys. He whistles at his homeboys outside like, their hey, house. <laughs> can you come out and play? It's not Chencho. <laughs> Literally. And so on one hand, I don't hold it against him. On the other hand, I'm like, you fucking selfish fuck. Like, <laughs> like building on, on that whole um, rant there, mm -hmm. I was also like extremely impressed by the strength and like ease, ease of use of their public institutions. Like their public transportation. Oh yeah. Um, the fact that they, uh, I had family over there that were telling me about how they had recently taken a fall and they thought their arm was was broken, and then somebody else who had a different health problem, and then they were just telling me about how they called the ambulance and the ambulance um, drove them like two hours away, this or that. Yeah. And I was telling them over there that shit would have been like like twenty grand, like oh at grand. least oh, yeah. like fifteen grand, and they were like, what? It's free. Yeah. Like. So I, it was just like a, a slap in the face, mm -hmm. like a reminder that there are like other working systems out there and that like we're getting fucking hosed and we're getting fucking piped down every day. It's free down there and the, the, the re response time is probably way much better than here. Domino's gets you quicker than a fucking ambulance nowadays in some counties in America. Yeah. It's it's nuts. Yeah. So like to hear that like quote unquote a, sh a shithole country. Yeah. You know, and it's free, like, bro. Yeah. Like it's it it's free. Like. It just it, it was and I it was just like a a great reminder that like w there's a lot of shit we can do better you know like and yeah. and the f the fact that they're like public transportation which was like a part of a web because I saw their their ticket stubs and I could buy mm -hmm. a ticket into like basically just through like a bus network imagine like if the Greyhound was public like a public 
service mm-hmm. where you can just go at like low to no profit. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're over here paying like 20 pesos to travel two hours. Like, yeah, I like, do find that kind of stuff. Like I remember when I was down there, we ended up taking like a bus to from where my grandparents are to like uh, a bigger city. Yeah. And I remember just like getting on a bus. Like yeah. that's all you had to do. Like it yeah. wasn't anything crazy. And, and that's why my grandfather can live that life because he literally just gets on the bus every day and get, goes into the central plaza and just hangs mm-hmm. out with his boys. They even dub that garden, the plaza, mm-hmm. like the, go, the the plaza of the fallen bird. Like <laughs> like even even the locals have like a funny name for it, you know? Fallen bird. That's really funny. Alo made me realize that that was a penis joke in Spanish, but oh yeah, el caído because it's all those old people that yeah. <laughs> their penises don't their cocks fallen, but the fallen Pajaro cock, penis. I should say. Yeah, the, that's really yeah, funny. That's really funny um, too. Yeah, because in I mean, at least in our immediate culture, like people do refer to penis as like el pájaro, el pajarillo, like the bird. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Hey, hey, hey. I wouldn't say pajarillo. I'd say, <laughs> say pajaro at least, bro. <laughs> nah, güey, el mío es águila, güey. No, but, but for real though, in Pennsylvania, people refer. I got to an ostrich dog. A pajarito. Mine looks like a turkey. <laughs> a lot, a lot of loose. <laughs> yeah, a lot, a lot of loose not, tissue. Yeah. <laughs> not a lot of neck size, but there's, there's plenty of skin plenty underneath. Plenty of girth at the bottom. <laughs> It's, it scares them. <laughs> oh my god, uh, Phil! I'm sorry, I interrupted. I I, I fucking uh... yo one one thing I wanted to like check up on you guys though before uh, we move on. What did you guys think about the drinks? We've barely yeah, talked about. Yeah, we them. should definitely talk about the drinks. Spe- like, let's start with the uh, fruit liqueur. The fruit liqueur was a guababana. Guanabana. Guanabana. Sour sop. It was. Fan- we just had it over an ice cube, and it was fantastic. Let me tell you, Jim. That is a sipper. That is something that you just put on over ice and you just enjoy slowly. On a hot summer day. That's a brunch drink right there if I've ever seen one. Pour that shit with some mimosas. Yeah, that shit was actually really, really good. It almost tasted pure puree-like if you had put it through a strainer. Yeah. What were like the flavor notes you guys tasted? It was surprisingly citrusy for including uh, guayaba and okay. the flavor, but it was also very like silky and creamy. Okay, like that's what I noticed yeah. right away. And we didn't have it in a cocktail; we simply had it on the rocks. That's right. We literally just poured a a guanabana fruit liqueur on the rocks, and I had them taste it. And I wanted to bring this here to them. Because it's quite literally my favorite fruit of all time. Like guava, guavana. Yeah, that that particular fruit. I've I tried it in Costa Rica for the first time, and to anybody who's not aware or like familiar with it, it's this like green spiky mango looking thing. Yeah. And then on the inside, it has almost like uh, these larger like six seeds across, and with like a vanilla like like custard like on the inside that you just spoon out with with a spoon Mm -hmm. and and like you said it's it's almost like a custard dude like it's it's very soft silky like it just falls apart in your mouth like a like mango flesh or meat yeah but it has more of like the flavor notes of like a combination of vanilla banana like guayava or guava and so like that's why it's my favorite fruit i i was like I, I was astonished when I tried it at the market and I had a, it was a really really good. Yeah. The, the the core of it, they those 
notes and tastes accents are very well translated into the bottle liqueur. Yeah. Where can you get the bottle liqueur like the the aqua the guabana? Why not? Yeah, um, I'm not like I would have to look it up. I wouldn't. Well, I'm I sure give we could you an answer. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. we could find it online. Yeah, but uh, it's it's got to be like a special order. Like I'm yeah. sure that thing is now fucking cheap to. It's so a single one. It's yeah. so specific. You might have to buy like six. You know. Damn. Oh, you got that from Costa Rica? No, I got that one from Mexico. The oh. one that I just brought you guys. This this one I got from Mexico. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What did we think about the cocktail? Oh, smooth, delicious, dangerously delicious. Right. Even because we, uh, Luis and I mixed it with the guabana, but yep. at first it was a uh, sisti. Uh, how do you pronounce this? The the kilo ateco or añejo? Añejo. Yeah, that just means aged. Oh, like, mature. Like very aged, mature. Añejo. Yeah. Okay. The, uh, exactly. Tell us about it. No, it went down so smoothly, and the fact that uh, you stirring it to the point where it chilled the glass added to it. I think yeah. right to make it more. Uh, what what you want to add in there is like cold water, diluted a little bit, so that you're softening the drink every time you take a sip. You're, like there's like almost like an appropriate amount of cold water to add in there, mm. so that it becomes a cocktail and mixed, and it just becomes easier to drink rather than pouring the ingredients and then shaking with like a stirrer, you yeah, know, and then calling it a drink. And it wasn't bruised at all. You did stir it, and I think overall, like st- stirring something like whiskey, gin, and you know, in this case, we use tequila. It just adds more like finesse to the drink because yeah. it simply chills it without overall diluting it and like breaking the ice and yeah. breaking the like breaking itself. it into like a thousand little shards yeah, yeah so i thought it was really really good we used in i mean people seeing this will probably see it online um it, it, we used a very simple bitters which was like awesome it was yeah. a bitters from brooklyn and it added a really nice flavor to it and i thought the orange peel that we used was very delightful in terms of like Tequila, most people. Tequila goes great with most citrus fruits, so that's why like we were going for that one. And since it's a play on the old fashioned, the old fashioned almost always has that like expression of orange. So we yeah. were just yeah, keeping the citrusy it. To it yeah, yeah, we were keeping in like the tradition of that old fashioned. Yeah, overall, I think that it paired really well with the citrus flavor and aspect of, you know, and we didn't even use like fresh orange juice or any we literally just use the orange peel yeah but that little bit amount that we're adding to it goes such a long way because what i was trying to say is uh tequila most people would be like oh, i'm not a tequila drinker because they think of it as like you know cold silver tequila shots as opposed to añejo which añejo is very very smooth com- compared to yeah. the mm-hmm. the tequila it went down silver. really easy yeah i mean yeah. we we've killed the full cocktail and it was very easy to drink and overall, if you are looking to get into tequila, I think that's a much more clever way to do it as opposed to just because normally I'll typically have like tequila on the rocks with like a lime and I'll just like slowly sip it, like chew on the lime a little bit, slowly sip it, chew on the lime. But I think if you're just like, no, add some traditional orange bitters or I think we used aromatic bitters yep. out there and that just like it doesn't add a lot of flavor, but it just kills a lot of that uh diminishing like taste bud action that you get yeah that like if you're not a fan of, of like a spicy agave like mm-hmm. almost a like, green vegetable flavor then yeah mm-hmm. like but 100 percent, like you said this this uh, añejo tequila we bought stands up to like it's basically a whiskey you know like you basically want to drink that on ice or with very simple but like finessey cocktails like this or a manhattan 
you know like that's how i'm that's how i plan on drinking it at least no 100 percent. i thought it was really good uh phil any final notes on the liquor before we uh, move on no it was delicious and it's not that uh that hard to make no. you, you didn't need that many ingredients. three ingredients three ingredients yeah, especially the the two of them those just bitters that are interchangeable with any cocktail so yep. you have a, a plethora of you, uh, recipes you can go from there since with tequila too is a good base you can go anywhere with that and the orange peel i really you know honestly i don't know if we're still using the the uh dewey metric system but i'm gonna give that five bros out of five bros i agree yeah. and i think the more interesting the bitter uh, you know, I of course, like if you have interesting bitters, it's going to elevate the drink. But with this, it's going to take a seven out of ten cocktail to like a twelve out of ten, a fifth. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's going to blow your expectation. I would also give it a five out of five, bros. Fuck I yeah. thought it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Juan, right, what did boys. I mean? Obviously, you made the cocktail, but what would you say? Um, I mean, I loved it. Um, I I'm with you though that like I I feel that. A few more interesting bitters would have elevated it, just like giving it that like very big oomph, like that exclamation point, you know. Like, for example, the bitters that I was thinking that would have been really cool would have been chocolate bitters, uh, maybe an habanero bitters, or maybe like a chocolate orange and cherry, like those three flavors in there uh, put together. I think would have just like elevated this cocktail from. Yeah, I think chocolate bitters. You mentioned it before we started filming. Yeah. That. It would have, but that's such a specific like bitter order that we yeah. should have tried to do ahead of time. Yeah, that, it, it, yeah, you're right. But you know, that's overall we just need to plan better for you know the liquor segment. And and this was like an impromptu thing, you know, like we yeah. didn't necessarily plan this with weeks in advance. Yeah, I mean, you literally just forward, got back. Yeah. <laughs> going forward for all our viewers, prepare for a spectacle like no other. Yeah, going we, forward with cocktails, exactly. You know, yeah. We'll be, yeah. you know, we're gonna do a much better job of uploading what we're actually drinking mm-hmm. every single week so that you're like it's more of a communal experience right you're seeing together yeah exactly. you're seeing the liquor yeah, yeah. yeah. so we're not just a typical other podcast because there's a bunch of them this we're is your experience. unwind podcast yeah, exactly. we're here to hang out with you you know unwind after a long long day dude i saw the most horrific video that's jeffrey epstein by the way egg shaping us yeah i'm sorry i saw the <laughs> most horrific video ones Someone had injected silicon from like what people put in their lips um, to make them look like nice and juicy. Uh, to their dick. To their dick, and it looked like a blimp. Oh, oh, yeah. That's just like gross. just a. I mean, I don't know what else they were expecting. I yeah. mean, when someone I- injects silicon into their lips, like they just get a little fatter and like puffier. So it's like, did they think it was gonna harden and add an inch over time or something? I don't know. It's, I like, don't it's, think like, so. it's like a clogged tube of of, of paste. You know how like, really faces like it will come out. <laughs> it's, just bun- it's just bunched Stuck out. at the end. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I, I just it's all dry and crusty. Yeah, dude. I just bought Sensodyne and it's like, yeah, I figure that's exactly what it looks like. Like perfectly <laughs> circular and oval and filled it, up. It's just trying to burst up, but it just can't. <laughs> it's on the verge. Oh goodness gracious. But no, that's that's crazy that like the, the, yeah, the, did you guys have any questions about the the whole Mexican culture in Pennsylvania over there? Though they call their penises birds, like, like, they're yeah, you know. So the whole I, I'm sorry, I just remember what? what we're talking about. No, yeah, you're fine. We're the talking pajarios. about pajarios, yeah. Yeah. and like that is a very common thing. And you know, oh, oh yeah, you're saying that that happened. That you, know, you, you saw know, that shit you as know, a child. Let's 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 dive deep into this. I love birds. You know that saying. Let's wait, wait. Let's you're wait. moving your head around. Yeah, you're like. Let's wet our beak. What is wet in your beak? Go get your beak wet, right? Yeah. That means go get some fucking 
Go get some what now? Go get get some fucking pussy. (laughs) Repeat that one more time for the listeners. Go get some fucking pussy. I'm sorry, I only speak French. Did you mean pussy? Or whatever your sexual orientation is. Whatever your sexual orientation is. Yeah, you want some man pussy? You know? Some boy butt? Hell yeah. Just get your beak wet. But that's the reference. That's right. Right? Birds and penises. Bro, tell me why, like, with some of the crowds that I was hanging over there, they had, like, 10 references for exactly what you're talking about right mm-hmm. now. But that's all they think about. They were like, hey, ve a deshacerle la torta. What? That means go deconstruct your sandwich. Or they were like... Or also, ya te mojaste la brocha? Did you get your brush wet? Like you're going to paint? That is... So basically what you're talking about? Yeah. So oh, it, but the female version of like... There was there, just like a, there's this cat calling, <laughs> kind of, dude. I, man, like I've heard. Hey, your vagina is so fucking wet. That was <laughs> that's a that's a translation. Like, you can go paint right now with your wet vagina. I mean, yeah, sort of, yeah. But, but in English, it sounds bad. But in right. Spanish, it sounds so beautiful. Yeah. bro, you were just saying doing the same thing. Well, I'm, I'm were, talking about getting go, my beak wet. I'm not trying to go, go get paint some the pussy. Wall. Go get it. That's literally, literally the same. Uh, like, come allu- back. Yeah, cut you're back alluding to, to the same thing. Alluding, but come back to two minutes ago when you're like, "Go get some pussy." <laughs> <laughs> They're like, "Nah, we keep it classy in English." <laughs> I will say I have heard some very um, exotic pronunciations in Spanish, and like, it's just so much more creative. Like, I'll never forget hearing somebody say like. Tantas curvas y yo sin frenos. Oh, that's that means great. very curvy and I have no brakes. <laughs> or tanta carne yo sin dientes. Yeah, that means like she's she's thick. She's got a lot of meat, but I ain't got my teeth in. <laughs> like, like, like an old man might say that one. Yeah, you know? it's like, damn. When is Me Too culture going to get down to the south Bro, the they... I don't think it's south of the border, bro. <laughs> Those people are... Yeah, they're t- like thirty years behind in terms I think of culture. Love language is like slamming you into the wall and saying "I love you." Dude, at, <laughs> at some of the tourist sites in GTO, um, they had graffiti that was like put there by feminists. That was like, so they're 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 pretty active. I'm not a piece of meat. You can sink your teeth in. <laughs> I won't paint your wall with my. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Hell yeah. They're they're uh, trying to. Um, push forward like the pro-choice movement. You know, fuck it. There. I'm gonna go to Guanajuato and become a pro-feminist myself. Let me. That's not gonna get you. They late, wouldn't bro. take you. They're, they're, they're not gonna get you. Yeah, they take you kind. Here, uh, up north of the border, they'd be like, "Oh my god, he stands up for my rights." He's an ally. Yeah, exactly. And you, you know, you might get laid from some, like some girl who like uh, bleaches her armpit and you know dyes it different colors and decides to grow. grows her own patchouli yeah exactly patchouli. yeah makes her own water every day adds lemon and fucking baking soda for well, homemade yeah. bars of soap yeah exactly like you might get some up here just south of the border they're gonna be like ill are you gay <laughs> like even the girls would say that to you yo actually dude alternative culture down there is super strong like yeah. there's a lot of guys that that i would say like like metrosexual or like i like Queens? We well, I wouldn't. Metro. Yeah, I guess you could say Metro. Like they would wear skinny jeans way more guys than you would think. Like big dudes wear skinny jeans. Oh, they're just getting poor, dude. And also, Ooh. also, they, there's like a lot of dudes with piercings in their nose, like in like in their eyebrow. There's just a lot of a lot of guys that are like dressed like they fucking follow Green Day or Blink One Eighty Two. Oh my god, I love emo culture. Yeah, yeah, that shit is still Mexicans, alive and man. well down there, dude. That's sick, though. So I like just wanted to. You did come back out. with a uh, 
<laughs> an earring. Dude, yes. <laughs> Can we talk about it? Yeah, by all means. Let's address the elephant Let, in the room. Let's talk about it the way that my father looked at me when I first got my ears pierced. Mm. He's like, eres Joto? <laughs> bro, tell me why. Joto? Yeah, yeah, listen Joto to this. Joto means gay in Spanish. <laughs> listen to this. My manager at work, bro, when I showed up after, like, after my vacation, mm-hmm. he sees me in my earring. He's like, at least you got it on the right side. <laughs> He's like, you know what they say? Left is right and right is wrong. <laughs> and yeah. he, he goes to, t- to tell me, unless you like both. You know, unless you like both. He's like, I had a guy like that at the fire station. You know, I can relate. Both sides. That is really funny. I could trust Dude, him, but I wouldn't ride that was, I haven't said a word yet. And he's like already said all that. And you're like... All right, man. All right. I'm going to go clock in. Yeah, take it easy. <laughs> take it easy, Lyle. <laughs> you know, he went back to his workstation. He's oh. like, fuck. <laughs> it's HR going to call me in an hour. Uh, was it a personal decision to get the dingly? No, I let uh, somebody else told me to. Of Did course, it was a personal decision. I don't know. <laughs> no, I've, I've wanted to get like a piercing for fucking years, but like I wouldn't pull the trigger on it. Like I would never like make the time to go be like, oh, I want this one or that one. Like, yeah. And, and it always just felt like, well, I got better shit to spend my money on. And then I was down there and then they told me the fucking price. And I was like, sign me up. <laughs> You're like, it's $2? <laughs> it's, it was $4, bro. Four American dollars? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Earring included? Uh, no, the, the earring was like another buck fifty. <laughs> like $2. Like, give me five. <laughs> yeah. I, I literally got two. Two different ones. Fair enough. Yeah. Do you feel closer to your culture now? Yeah. No, what the no. fuck? <laughs> you don't? When I got my oh, I mean, pre- I don't feel c- closer because of this. No? no, it's not like some sort of like, like dream catcher shit that's like summoning me into the spirit world at night. I thought this was your great white vision. You go out to Mexico, you get in tune with your roots. That's going to happen next. Your- that's going to happen on my next Mexico trip. I want vi- I have a cousin who got deported from Chicago who was a gangbanger and uh, took up uh, ta- out. Tat- uh, tattoos <laughs> and... Mm tattoo culture while in leon and he's like a huge tattoo artist down there now so i'm gonna have him do like um i'm not gonna say it out loud actually because then I'll, I'll i'll ruin it but okay I, I got i got a, i got a concept in mind i would tell you guys you're gonna there. do some ayahuasca down there as well that wasn't where you do that that's actually as far as i'm aware more along like tulum in that peninsula in the yeah. peninsula go find a priest somewhere. so i'm gonna try to find one of the priests over there considering like the last place i stayed at was literally one block away from a place where they did do that out yeah. in the open so fair enough so yeah i would totally do that but hey luis like apart from like me and the rest of my trip or whatever I would highly recommend you visit like GTO. I have family down there. As an adult. Yeah. And almost just set like a few days aside for like in that city where you can just go explore like a kid. I want to, the main thing I want to go down there is like almost like to pay respect. Yeah. And like, you know, that's obviously where like my family came from and I feel like it's almost insulting to not go down there and like acknowledge down there. Of course. Yeah. And, you know, I, I said it on the last episode, but I have some really fond memories down there. And I think I still envision what the town looks like, where my parents are from. But I do want to go back and see it. There just hasn't been, like, a main reason for me to go down there. But I talked to my um, grandmother who lives up here in the States. And she might be going, I think, in March of next year. Yeah. So maybe I'll pull the trigger to go down there. But That, that would be a good idea. Like, in... It's just fun. It's a fun uh, place to hang out, to decompress. Like, yeah, and it's it's so different than what we have up here. Mm-hmm. That well, that's a nice thing. It's so different, but yet 
somewhat familiar. I'm yeah, assuming, it's right? different but familiar. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. you speak the language, you can connect. You so yeah, you can get lost, but be comfortable that you're not gonna get fucked. Yeah, exactly. That's a good way to put it. And I'm also, you know, I've gotten in shape. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I work out. So if that asshole who was kicking my ass, well, I'm ready for him. Steps up. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be like, I remember you, motherfucker. <laughs> I remember you. you. Keep my wife's name <laughs> at your fucking mouth. And then he pulls out Smack. a newsy. Yeah, he pulls out a gun, and I'm like, hey, you know what? You want to kick my ass again? You want my wallet? <laughs> you know what? She does have alopecia. You are right. And the Oscar goes to Will Smith. Wow. Yes. Yes. In this time in my life, in this moment, I am fierce defender of his family. I'm being called on in my life to love people and to protect people. Let me hear you say, that ain't right. He has a power of belief that borders on insanity. Said at your highest moment, be careful, that's when the devil comes for you. Which is absolutely necessary to take something from impossible to possible. Let me hear you say, that ain't right. That ain't right. It ain't right. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. Wow, dude. I got into an entanglement with August. So the elephant in the room that everybody in the world has been talking about is Juan Gay. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was pretty clear. I thought I thought the earring uh, was yeah, just confirmation. I thought, the, I thought the feather in the ear was the, uh, the nail confirmation. The there. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree. That's confirmed right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I dig it though. I'm honestly too ugly to be gay. <laughs> I would not. I would not. I wouldn't say make that. it in that market. I think you. I've seen some gay guys. Brother, <laughs> I'm friends with. I'm friends with a couple, and let me tell you, you would do fine. Brother, you would do fine. Brother in Christ, you'd be a fine gay. Yeah, man. I I'll mean, I'm not saying I. If I, I was gay, I appreciate that that somebody on the inside lets me <laughs> gives you the approval. Yeah, thank you for your seal of I, approval. I, I feel I, like I, I just got my 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 end card, you know, like my end <laughs> card. I got my. my you hands guys got the, yours, right? My hands oh, in research. Yeah, okay. I'm allowed to say whenever I want. Yeah. I just choose not. I got one from Lori Lightfoot. You're <laughs> the biggest dick in Chicago. See, we we can say whatever we want, but can we do whatever we want? Let's talk about the big elephant in the room. Will. Smith. motherfucking smith wiki wiki wild yeah we're gonna talk about obviously what happened what we would have done in each position and when we have had a entanglement that's a bad that's that's, that's what you want that's to talk about, about jada no that's talking about jada when we've had a issue where we could have done something different see yeah that's exactly mm-hmm. what i wanted to bring up with you mm-hmm. guys like how we're framing this because the way that i i framed it was the Will Smith moment being like a moment where you're overreacted and you embarrass yourself looking back on it. Yes. And, and the Chris Rock moment being like a moment where you showed more grace or were like the underdog and you overperformed a little bit. Right. All right. There's just the, making sure we're all on the same. Yes. Page. We're not going to be, we'll talk about Will Smith a little bit. Obviously what he did was embarrassing. He made yep. himself look like an ass. 
But he's um, a family man. <sighs> oh, you know what? We'll, we'll save this for. We'll the talk about. It. Yeah, I'll yeah. start us off. And plus, every other podcast at this end, you've probably heard it like five times. Right. So By the like, time yeah. this comes You'll out. You'll probably like tune out the moment you hear the name Will Smith. Exactly. So, They'll be like, ah, they're yeah. still treading old ground. But I do want to talk about one moment where I made an ass out of myself like Will Smith did to start off on a good note. I had, this was three, three years ago, and I was working at um, a... On, aforementioned restaurant and i had asked to be off because an uncle of mine had passed away due to um prostate cancer obviously not good news um like i i grew up with him and it was like difficult to to know that he was gone but overall like i needed time off in order to go to the funeral and everything else and i remember we were this was like two weeks later and i'm at work and i'm still like you know feeling it a little bit right and it's still yeah. like very fresh like two weeks later and someone that i know was like we were super busy and we were very low staffed and he goes damn man like how many days have you been working now and i was like i think this is like my sixth or seventh in a row and he goes wow man it'd be a good time for another uncle to die wouldn't jesus it jesus christ and i just fucking let him have it like i just went off at him i was like are you fucking stupid I was like, you think my uncle suffering of stage four prostate cancer is a fucking... And I went off for like longer than I should have. Like, granted, it was a bad joke, but I should have just let him like say the bad joke and like... Plus like a stern like death stare can do the job. Right. I could have just been like... I could have just said something small, but all like all the pent up anger and everything like i went off on him for probably like he popped the balloon you know exactly yeah. mm-hmm. for like five minutes i went off on him you're like, all pent up and he just said the the magical right seal and says boy exactly i mean it was a it was a rightfully bad, so right it was a bad joke yeah overall I at least you got you got a little bit of moral authority but hanging on if you, you heard what yeah. i said next it was like i mean it was pretty brutal it was bad enough that i don't want to say it on it we can be we can bleep it out okay Shut up! You said all that, yeah, dude. I Jesus was fucking. I went, I went off. Hell yeah! And like, I could have just been like, dude, that's a really bad joke. That's really insensitive. But instead, I would, like, I shouldn't have said all those things because then ultimately he was like, oh fuck, <laughs> you know, it was just bad. Yeah. What Damn. was what was the conclusion of that? Like, how how, he, did, he how ended did the up, night end? He ended up apologizing. Like, I made it sour for the rest of the night, and I was still like, you know, growling, but. He you still up, had saliva coming out. The yeah, of your mouth. he didn't talk to me for like two weeks, maybe. Like, like genuinely didn't say anything to me for like two weeks. Can I ask who it was? Yeah, it was uh, Doctor Fauci. Are we still going to Will Smith moment here? Yeah, yeah. I Phil, I, give Phil, us your Will Smith I, I, moment. Oh my god! When you looked real bad. You real, know what? Real Literally bad. your story, but I'm the opposite. I'm the one that made the joke. <laughs> oh, I'm the one that so said uh, you were Chris Rock in this situation. I was. Uh, no, I was Will Smith in this situation. Yeah. I'm the one that should have said like I made a joke at the wrong time because like it's to who I'll bleep this name out President Obama mm-hmm. okay his grandma has passed away right look look into yeah you gotta yeah. Uh, you can <coughs> turn it away yeah, here do this yeah, yeah. Just tell me when you're ready I this, uh, this is what our shine does like. yeah just you do my <coughs> you can sit back too but it's okay um, um but 
Yeah, no, I. It's so embarrassing because like this is what even wasn't when I was like. I'm sure your story was like when you were young, right? Eighteen. No. No. I was already like 21, I think. Oh man, I was 24. <laughs> I was 25. Yeah, no, I was I was fucking heated. All I right, dude. My, I, was my, I was like fucking 16 for my. Story. I have a couple I'm, of stories from them, but like, that like, one's the one that like really. My, like my best friend, like my good friend, like our, like our birthdays are so close. Like you know, mm-hmm. pretty much brothers, but from another mother, right? And uh, his grandma has been like suffering for like years, and uh, yeah, she finally, like, unfortunately, passed away a couple of weeks ago, months ago, very recent. And uh, I, I, and he told me, and then I was like, oh wow, finally. And and then shut the fuck up. Yeah, I said that, and I was gonna make a joke like she's a fighter and all this stuff, and he hung Dude, up. Why right would a- you say that? He hung up right away, and I was like, yeah, he spent like a month not talking to me. I'm surprised it was so short. <laughs> I yeah. yeah. If you yeah. said that to me now, I'd be like, "Yeah, we're not, we're not recording yeah. an episode of the podcast after that." <laughs> yeah, I was on the other side of that. Oh Jesus no, Christ! Oh, very shameful. what? What were you thinking though that like made you say that? Trying to break the ice. Well, yeah, I mean, trying to break the ice, and I was going to go in the route of like. It's like the she, clown in you that did not know when to turn it off. Something like that. She was suffering from so many years. I was like, "Wow, she's so strong," you know, like, "Wow, like, fine, finally, like, you mm-hmm. know, like, she's been, I don't know." You were saying strong. it finally got to her. That, that's <laughs> what you I, finally is alluding I'm to. I'm not trying. To, no, no. I, I mean, I see the joke. I just obviously it did not land. No, definitely not. You and you um, could have basically been like oh, cancer undefeated. <laughs> <laughs> that was my Will Smith moment. I should have just sit down and yeah, been like shut my. Yeah, I should just been a friend and be like, yeah, I'm sorry, man. Instead of like, yeah, absolutely trying to be funny, like yeah, pop him, yeah, yeah. But uh, very shameful. It's funny that you bring that up because, like, that's like almost the exact same situation. Yeah, but on the opposite of the spectrum. What a piece of shit! They were a piece of shit. <laughs> wow. Oh, Juan, you got a Will Smith moment. All right, my my Will Smith moment was a little bit less cringy. Like, I cringe thinking about it, but I don't think I would cringe as hard as you should. Um, my Will Smith moment had to do. I was in a study hall. It was like freshman year, and I was in a study hall with a. I guess we. Um, you would consider somebody uh it's it's not a friend but it's not an enemy a parasite and it would just be an acquaintance like an acquaintance <laughs> i guess i the, i was yeah, in, an in, a, yeah. in a study hall with this parasite. gentleman who i was in the same like uh we wrestled together we played football we like this we, was outside of school right you guys no, no, did no, we were in study hall no no, no like, i mean like when you guys would wrestle together that was like extracurricular yeah, yeah, exactly exactly yeah. We, we would like just, just for wear fun. The, the smallest singlets are for fucking, fun genitals were spilling out and we exactly. were still out there yeah, wrestling i'm thinking about shit. doing wrestling next year but let's practice yeah yeah exactly <laughs> exactly i was uh, he, he was helping me improve you know <laughs> point is this guy this guy and i right we're in the same study hall and he had asked me for money like a few i don't know like weeks ago and he he was like giving me like the runaround right he was just he told me oh i'll pay you back this day and then like that day would turn into another day and this would turn into that. And he was just giving me the runaround until like one day I asked him like in front, basically in front of like the other students in the study hall. Oh, yo, what's going on? Like, you're just like giving me the runaround. Like, yeah, what the hell is going on? And he just he, he kind of like, like Shut acknowledged down. me, but like not in a real way, you know, almost like in a way like just fuck dismissive. off. Dismissive. Like, yeah, very dismissive. 
So I like punked him in front of everyone. Amen. And I was like, yo, you better fucking pay me. And I and I and I like like threw the chair across like the room and shit. Amen. Um and, and or else I'm gonna fucking whoop your ass. This or that. And <laughs> I, I told him like you I, I whoop your ass every day in wrestling. Like like you know it's not gonna go well. You like, think it's any different out here? Yeah, you, like exactly. I'm fuck you up. Exactly. And I'm glad I did it when I did it because then he improved a lot. So I'm gonna rearrange. It would have been a harder fight later on. Yeah. I'm gonna um, rearrange your face. Yeah. Well, you probably improved a lot because of that situation. I pro- never probably did. Another man pumped Probably did. Uh huh. So and <laughs> like that was like my I'll fucking show you my situation because like the amount of money it was over was like two dollars. <laughs> <laughs> What? It was like it's a sense of respect. It it was it's it, about it, it the was principle. Uh-huh. it was like the fact that this guy who's like very low on the totem pole was over here trying to like pee on my fire hydrant, you know, mm-hmm. in front no. in front of the other like dogs. Nah, nah. That's it's just fair like, enough. No, like it was it was, it, was, it was, I don't know. I would have gotten shoved way to the bottom of the totem pole. If I would have <laughs> let that shit happen. And so sometimes you just gotta step up. And but you got a wild also, out. I'm I'm like looking back on it. It was two fucking dollars. I should have like hey two dollars then though. Not giving a fuck. Bro, yeah, that's true. I guess it was more about the principle. Yeah, because you know I didn't get into a fight later on in life. Like I would say after the age of fourteen, I didn't get into fights. But there was uh, three instances where I did what Juan did, which was like got up to the level. No, four instances where I got up to the level of like we're fucking throwing down now and the other person didn't reciprocate the energy like i'll quickly run through them uh 14 that happened to you four times four times i was like ready to th- put my fucking life on the line puberty huh oh dude the, uh, there, w- one of the instances was from like two like a year ago <laughs> <laughs> well yeah work, work from nearest to farthest no farthest to nearest because you'll see why when i was 14 this kid kept fucking with me and, like, we were, like, back and forth, like, you know, fucking just, like, bullying each other for, like, probably, like, a month. And it got to a point where I remember just saying to him, I was like, if you fuck with me one more time, I'm going to punch you in your ugly fucking face. And I said this to him because he had, like, a lot of acne at the time, unfortunately. Unfortunately for him, it made it easier for me to say that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, recess, This I said this at the lunch table where he was sitting. And then we went out to recess and he had a Doritos Cool Ranch bag, like the mini ones. And he had filled it up with water at the water fountain. And he like hit me in the back with it so that my entire shirt was soaking wet. That's gross. And as he did that, Dorito I... Dorito water smells terrible. Yeah. And I, as he did that, I turned around and full fist just punched him in the face. And I got in no trouble. The teacher was like, hey, knock it off. <laughs> and then he i just remember him gr- rubbing his face and he i remember cry. i remember holding my hand and being like that hurt way more than i expected <laughs> like that hurt way more than i expected like, why did that hurt me the uh, movies don't make it seem like that <laughs> yeah the movies they just like clog and it's like nothing uh sophomore year i ended up doing the exact same situation me and this other kid were like going back and forth for like a week and again, you know, my pent up anger that was untreated anxiety and untreated <laughs> depression <laughs> finally got to me one day and he pushed me and I dropped my backpack and I pushed him against the wall. And I was like, we're finishing this right now. God damn. And same thing. Teacher got in the way. He's like, hey, we both of you guys to the office. And this was like someone that I ended up becoming friends with and I was friends with at the time. But again, he just picked the wrong day to like, it could have been anyone. Anything could have set me off. 
You can see a common denominator. Dude, one time I got in a fight with like one of my best friends over. Dude, sometimes it's just o- over like it, I started it. <laughs> <laughs> I was throwing snow at him while we were inside a car. Oh no! <laughs> inside the car. How then, did you get the snow? And then I to- I also I didn't really do this, but I told him and I made him believe. That I that I'm not that gay. I, that we were at the movies together, <laughs> and then I, I hopped a loogie in his drink. But you convinced him, and I convinced him I did that, and so that he was like, "Oh, that's it. We we're beefing," and then we did, bro. But I beat him. You beat his ass. Yeah, I feel bad because there's a video out there. Oh my god, I know who you're yeah, talking about. You, yeah, we were at a Family Dollar um, parking um, parking lot? lot. You're so in the wrong for that. And and we yeah, were like, oh my god, bro! The fight started like we both started with like fucking USC kicks. It made no sense. We were both like, ah. <laughs> we both start with a kick, and uh, then we're like fighting. I grab him by his hair, and I make his knee meet my face like five times, and then people pulled us off. No, for real though, it is all on footage. That is a hundred percent how it happened. Yeah. God, I completely forgot about that. I know, so did I until he you said that. You need him five times in the face. Yeah. He was a good guy, too. We we love each other yeah. to this day. Yeah. Oh, my Good guy. Good guy. Uh, no, dude. like... Wait, bleep his name out. We didn't, we didn't say it. We haven't said it yet. I know, oh. but I want to know who it is. Nicest guy. I know, even back then too. He's the sweetest. He was just standing up to himself. He was like, standing up for himself. And you're like, you're gonna learn today, <laughs> I, motherfucker. I wasn't thinking that. I was just like, all right, well, what's gonna happen now? But Dude, you're such an asshole I'll, for I'll that. that out, I thought mine was bad. Here you are, Judy's so sweet. <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> yeah. Oh my! Hey, we all have shameful moments. You know, I got another one. I got another right, one. Let's to keep see. this yeah, going. Exactly. I was gonna tell. This is my original one. Let's hear it. Yeah. Before yeah. you pussied out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So I uh, called off work for a music festival, right? Mm-hmm. And um, classic. Yeah, classic. And I said that uh, I got hurt uh, helping our friend move. That's why I couldn't make it to work because I injured myself. Mm-hmm. So I got back from the music festival and I was like, I I gotta look hurt. So I had my friend, I had my friend, uh, punch you, Eli, I had my friend uh, just punch me right in the retina, right in the retina until I got a black eye. And I was like, you yeah. are kidding. You're no. an idiot. And then, and then I Should've told, my, said I told my employer, your ankle. I told my employer that I was hoping her friend moved his couch and the couch fell on me. And it hit you right in the face. <laughs> it hit you right where your okay. boyfriend hits okay. you. How does that make any the logic i can understand your thought process of like oh i need to look injured but to the point where you're like beat me up where you look like a domestic violence victim yeah, <laughs> yeah. no that makes so, no sense <laughs> where, did you misplace the couch and whoever were, you were helping fucking decided to go yeah, off no, the, you? the way i told the story i was like i'm going down the couch and the couch just went on to me and i was like i hurt myself i was like that is crazy mm-hmm. i like the logic though oh I, yeah i, like I, the, I gotta look hurt <laughs> <laughs> that's what i'm saying all molly brained out from the music festival where you're like i know Bro, what he barely felt that shit uh, i just bang. like i was not he's black like, did you hit me yet <laughs> he's, like, he's like dude i got both eyes black <laughs> you're not gonna be able to see for a week <laughs> literally 48 hours before that i'm having like 
brain opening epiphanies. Like we don't need to work. We don't need any of this, man. We can just be free. Two days coming later, back home and like they were beat telling me you up. Like, like, I need we my can job. Just like move to Yellowstone, man. We can plant some corn, man. We'll be fine if we just all did our own thing and planted farms in our backyard. We would no longer have global warming. Fast forward, please punch me. I need money. <laughs> <laughs> I can't lose this. I can't lose this job. Oh my god. So yeah, I mean, Will Smith. I will. I wiki wiki wild out there. All right, you did. All right, Chris Rock moment, Luis. Chris Rock moment when I was humble and like let it not. Um, This is more difficult because I have less Chris Rock moments. I know, right? Everyone has a shit ton of Will Smith moments. Yeah, you know know what? I got a Chris Rock moment. See if this fits the Chris. All right, once you say it, I'm sure I'll come up with mine. Um, So I was out in Thailand, right? And you guys were talking about cat calling is like a really popular thing, and Mm. a Mickey call, right? Who said that? Well, I mean, not catcalling, but just like being more open with like, hey, you sexy piece of ass. Like just saying that, like, right? Isn't that how they flirt down there? No, I don't I don't think that's what he said. No? Like, like, yeah. you, you look like a piece of meat I want to sink my teeth in. <laughs> yep. Oh, we're talking about like the sayings. Yeah, yeah, the yeah sayings. Oh, you know. They don't yeah, say that to the woman. They're, oh, they don't say that to they're the woman. They're too self-conscious like, and insecure. Yeah, it's, it's, oh. That's locker room talk. Yeah. That's but, locker room talk. But all I'm saying is the locker room talk down there is very colorful. It's very, very like creative. visual, very creative. Yeah, it's, it's very, not, yeah. it's fun to listen to. Exactly. Here it's like, oh, dude, I want to eat her fucking ass. I want to eat you that groceries. I want to split her fucking ass open so she's shitting sideways. That's mm-hmm. right. You know, that's what people say here. Oh, yeah. Very violent and that's impressive. Beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. That really painted a picture. <laughs> exactly. But I was out in Thailand, right? A hemorrhoid and, uh, picture. Hemorrhoid picture? <laughs> I was out in uh, Thailand mm-hmm. and uh, cockfighting. Super popular. It's like, you know, it's like sports. Yeah. yeah. It's another there, sport you, down there. Mm-hmm. You go out there and you bet. And I, w- I was out there, like, it's a small, you know, little village market. You're walking around, seeing what's, you know, entertainment wise. Walking around at night, and I see this dude to smack the shit out of his girl. Jeez. Right? Just smack the shit out of her. And I'm like, hey! Well, you know, I, like, I'm across the street. Shut up. You no, saw it? Yeah, I said, yeah. Dead ass. I said, hey! And I'm walking my way over there. He, he grabs her, and he starts walking away. I'm like, hey! Like, you know, he's walking away. Then some dude, like, stops. He's like, just shakes his head, like, no, no, no. I was like, oh. Like, how can we let this, you know, go away? Yeah. He's like, told me to like, hey, He's off, basically like, telling me, like, shooing yeah. you off. Like, yeah. hey, it's not worth it. Not your business. Yeah. yeah. So that was yeah. my Chris Rock moment. All right. I let domestic abuse happened in my eyes. I, I, you, is, is I, that get, a I get what Rock you were moment? going for. I get what you were going for. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. You were, you were like. Trying to be the bigger man. Trying, yeah. Trying to be the big person and in the failed room. And failed. You failed, but like not, not. I don't know that like you. I don't know I, that you would consider that a failure because like should I what is a win? Myself? What is a win in a situation like that? You know, yeah. Like a win in a situation like that is almost fantastical. You know, like it's, mm-hmm. it almost never happens. Like what is he gonna do? Stop abusing her? Yeah, most likely not. Changes oh, this this guy w- stood up ways. to me on the street like ya me salió la Virgen de Guadalupe while I go to sleep. Like that's just not gonna happen. You know. Yeah, that's true. That's tough. So for I actually did remember a Chris Rock moment when I was the bigger person in a situation. And I realized looking forward, how tremendous that actually turned out to be of a moment. It wasn't me insulting anybody, but I guess from what I took from Chris Rock is he did something that was overall like it missed. He did a joke. It missed, but then really got respected by his peers for like, you didn't act out. You still perform. You still did your job. There was uh when I was 
in fifth grade, so I was 11 at the time, there was an incident where I got off of my school bus and this dude, this kid who was like literally eight, not even, he was like six years old. He uh, looks at me and he's like looking around and he looks at me and he goes, I'm lost. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, uh, I'm, I don't know. Like, I guess just wait for your parents. And he's like, no, I'm lost. And I was like, yeah, I'm so sorry. But I stood there waiting for the rest of like my uh, friends and people to get off the bus. And as they got off the bus, like they, the kids had the same thing to them because we were all, you know, look obviously Mexican. Mm-hmm. And my my friend was, uh, he's like, oh, he's like we need more Mexican. Than we, you? we need to help him. <laughs> like we like we need to help this kid out. Mm-hmm. And so. We ended up taking the the kid to the because this was at a community trailer park. We took him to the main office that's in the center of the park, and we just walked in there, explained to them what was going on, and he spoke only Spanish. And so we're, you know, eleven years old translating what a six year old is saying, and we're translating to you know forty fifty year old ladies, two of them who work there. One of them doesn't give a fuck. One of them is like it's four thirty. And I'm off at five. I was o'clock. about to clock out. This is the last thing I need. So we ended up trying to find this kid's uh, phone number from his house in the phone book. Uh. And as we're trying to like, do we're like desperately looking for his last name. And because he's Mexican, we you know maybe his parents didn't put their name in the phone yeah. book. Oh. And we're trying to like, we're calling the school to see if they answer, if they can give us a phone number. And we ended up making a bunch of phone calls. We ended up finally getting a response to a phone number and we're like is your son blah 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 and they're like yeah and so i tried to being 11 years old not even being able to explain directions to someone but still trying to be like we live over here trying to direct a search mission exactly and finally like from after we got off the bus it probably been like an hour and a half of like trying to get this kid back to his family and finally like you see him like crying when he sees his dad and break down and i'm like damn he's like, gonna hit me yeah <laughs> like, he was just as as well. no, he was crying. he was delighted he was super happy to see his, his dad again. Up. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> fuck they brought me back fuck but the most fucked up thing was that he actually got told by a teacher no this is the bus you need to get on this is going to take you home oh like so he was given the wrong bus but an adult completely misdirected yeah oh, and, like, his ass should have been fired and that that's like the he, reason he has trust issues to this day yeah he probably doesn't even trust you know his what wife. honestly this whole because that could have been so bad that kid could have been kidnapped been, he could have been trafficked dude and i was been, like mm-hmm. fuck him like i need to go home <laughs> oh yeah like i i was just like, like fuck you kid yeah you scram <laughs> yeah and if it wasn't for someone else to be like and just hearing that story, teachers are to blame for the child trafficking. Dude, ex- exactly. <laughs> if they knows. just cared, if they just stepped up their game a little bit more. Yeah, for real. Like, yeah, for real. If they just paid attention to the warning signs, we would have no trafficking. Or just bus routes. Just, just learn the basic bus routes, man. Yeah, yeah. Just when he was like, he's like, no, he told me to get on the bus. Like, why else would it, I have gotten on the bus? I'm like, yeah, I guess you're just a young kid. Mm-hmm. God damn! I'm just trying to be the bigger person to help him out, and I was like, damn! Like I was just like leaving out, leaving him out to so, rot. So your Chris Rock moment was like, I it was, was your moment, but also you were kind of forced into it by the group. Exactly, which is what Chris Rock did. He made a bad joke. The bad joke in my example is I just dismissed the kid. Yeah. But then because Chris Rock is in a public environment and everybody's there is like, oh shit! Like what just happened? 
you know, because I was around my friends and one of them specifically was like, we need to help him. Then I'm like, all right, then I need to be the bigger person right now. Otherwise, mm-hmm. this kid was never going to get home. My Chris Rock moment was not nearly as that important. It did not save a kid. It doesn't tra- need to be. From trafficking or kidnapping. Mm-hmm. Um, like, let's see. Like, well, I guess the way that I, I perceived the Chris Rock moment was a moment where you kind of like outshined the perceived light that was on you. Yeah. Like where you, you know, like people underestimated you and you, you were shown to be graceful. Uh, so what came to mind when I first thought of that was uh, like my second ever wrestling match. Oh. I got paired up with this like mean ass kid from East Troy who like my coach didn't tell me or anything had like just one state and this and that. And he's been undefeated for three years. And Probably for and the better. Yeah. So mm-hmm. exactly. My coach didn't tell me for the better. And this kid was very um, like, like he he had like this dead eye look where he didn't he barely even looked at you. He he didn't like engage with anybody or anything. He was just like a caveman out there, right? Just oh, oh, grunting and shit. <laughs> and a uh, point is like, well, I start wrestling with this kid. And we're having like a, a great match where it's, there's a lot of back and forth, this mm-hmm. and that. And I just see like my coach and like my team light up. Like they're like way more enthusiastic than with any other match. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like this and that. Yeah. And then like then I, it's like the one minute period goes by and the coach finally tells me, yeah, keep doing what you're doing. You keep doing what you're doing. This this guy is this and that or this and that. Oh, dude, like. I lost, right? I lost in the end. Yeah. But, like, I made it to, like, all three periods, and, and I didn't let him uh, pin me. He beat me by points. And this was, like, my second ever wrestling match. And these, like, my coaches and everybody's, like, telling me, like, how impressive that is and that. I, I like, go against him again, and he smacks my ass. <laughs> <laughs> this was, like, a year later, but... It was almost just like a lesson to myself that like sometimes you kind of just got to go into like hard shit not knowing it's hard because you'll like do better. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like without knowing the repercussion. Yeah. 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 And and that was just like a lesson to myself, you know? Damn, that's the psyche right there. Yeah. 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 Damn. That's a good Chris Rock moment. That is a great Chris Rock moment. I, I've not been as graceful as I should have been in a lot of situations. There's times where I like I'll make a joke and then I'm like, damn. Like damn that one. Like, all right, move on. I can't think of any good Chris Rock moments other than being a part of. Are we just do- all pieces of shit? Domestic. I think abuse. we're more Will Smith moments. Yeah, we're all Will Smith in this case. <laughs> we're over here slapping people when we shouldn't be. Uh, there was a time where I used to work fireworks, right? And uh, um, I, when I was like seventeen, I didn't really have a. a I couldn't really leave the site, so I would leave at night. It was all locked up, right? I couldn't leave the tent during the day because it's fireworks tent. I had to man it. So at night, you know, we lock it up, and I would walk to McDonald's, right? And uh, yeah, I had to take a had to had to had to take I, I had diarrhea. You essentially. had to take a giant shit. I had to take a giant shit, but I, I couldn't like pride myself to like squat over the ditch and like take a shit. So like, yeah, I made it all the way to McDonald's, and you know, it, I was I was I was respected by my peers, but my personal, you know, your self respect. Yes. You took a hit exactly. Yeah, yeah. I've had I, was, a, I was proud of myself. I was like, I could have just squatted down, Will Smith out, and took a yeah, giant shit. But right? no, you no. were graceful. Graceful. I've, I've clinching. There's a lot of instances where now that I'm really thinking about it, like it makes way more sense. And I didn't even know I didn't think about it all week. 
I've been Chris Rock working in a restaurant my whole life. Like you don't even think about it because it's just your yeah. job. Uh-huh. There are so many times where someone is rude to you. They're a piece That's of true. shit. That's and you're true. just taking it on the chin and you're like, all right, yeah. Because like I know the way that I'm acting and I know I'm not the one who looks stupid in the situation. Yeah, okay, that is true. But don't you feel that that's different when you're a bartender? Mm, it's different because when people are at a bar, they're impaired. So that's that's a little different. I guess. I don't I don't know. I, I was saying that because I feel like behind the bar, you have like a little bit more like authority. You have way more. Yeah, okay. So, so from that extent. So yes. when people are acting a fool with you, you almost Cut have off. to... You have to like give them a heavy like quip. Like something that like lets them know... Like sit the fuck down. This is yeah. Your I guess house. those rules don't apply when you're bartending. When you're bartending, you're like order in the fucking court. Like you, yeah. we are shutting exactly. this shit yeah, down yeah. now. So, yeah. So as a server, you but a, wait, but you're right. When you're a server, it's a totally different. Yeah, like, you're you're a feel it's completely dip. different environment. Like there's, I remember there was one instance where somebody was like, from the get go, they were in a bad mood, and you know you don't go to every table prejudging. You just like, all right, I'm going to go to the table and I'm just going to try to the, do the best job I can. Go to the table and they're already complaining about where they're seated, what's on the menu, what's going on. And I'm like just trying to like, you know, be at least professional about it. And I'm at another table and I'm like picking up a plate and I can overhear them talking shit about me, about the restaurant and about the manager. And they're like, this is fucking bullshit. Can't believe this fucking asshole kid is like doing this and like talking to us this way. And I turn around with the plates in my hand and I'm like, you know, I'm like standing right here. Like, is there something that you want to talk about? And they don't say anything. I'm like, no, go ahead. Just repeat yourself. I was like, do you want me to go get the fucking manager? Like you said, or are you just going to sit here and not say anything when I'm sitting at the table? Get him. And they were just like dead quiet. And I'm like, hell yeah. I'm like, all right. So then we're just going to sit down and be uh, quiet. And yeah. are we going to order food? Or are we just going to sit here and complain? And they're like, again, dead quiet. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to get the manager for you and you can order through him. And it was like, they were done after that. Fuck yeah. It's like, why are you guys, you know what I mean? It's like, all an ego trip. Yeah. And you know, uh, mm-hmm. again, for, for Will Smith's situation, he's been through a lot. Whatever these people, what, they couldn't find parking? <laughs> what, they couldn't find parking? That was their issue? Dude, I mean, the whole Will Smith, okay, let's, let's like, like like video we're talking about, August Ains, since like a year ago or like two August years Alcina. ago. August Astina, he was a meme of like, damn, the sad will, the him yeah. crying at the table, like, how, how can you break my heart? <laughs> and you know, Will's not, you know, supposedly he had a, a, an affair with Margaret Robbie, so it's not like he's like completely. But that's innocent. not confirmed at all. Supposedly. So I I heard they had an open marriage, and that like he he would fuck other girls, and that she would. Fuck well, maybe girls. he's just saying that because like he doesn't want to be punked. Because Fifty Cent texted him, was like, yo. Yo, Will, what's up with that? And it's like, oh, 50, I'm, you know, that sucks. Like, yo, man, I can't believe you let him punk you like that. And then Will's like, fuck you, 50. Like, and then and then 50 Cent shared the messages on like on social media. Of like, course he did. Punking Will more. It's like, damn, it's just beating up poor Will, right? But uh, yeah, he shouldn't have reacted the way he did at the Oscars. But at the same time, that guy's on the verge of this is going nuts, you know? I think Jim Carrey said it really, really well, where this is clearly an emotional guy who's had all this stuff pent up. And when Chris Rock made the joke, he initially laughed. And yeah. then uh, like 30 seconds, 45 seconds go by. He looked that she was unhappy. And then he goes up on stage and, I mean, smacks. Smack! Chris, uh, and then comes, goes back to the table and then says, 
you know, keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. Mm-hmm. And Chris Rock is like, dude, I, I will. Like, okay. Wow. Yeah, like, and, you know, well, very uh, tough predicament you know what? I have a in. theory. I have a theory. Would you have done what uh, Will Smith done? You know what? Honestly, I think the G.I. Jane joke wasn't that bad. And I think, because at it first, Will, you know, Will, Will laughed at it first, right? Yeah. But then Chris Rock was like, that was an easy one, Jada. Yeah, he's like, well, oh, that one was good. That one, you know, and it yeah. wasn't a bad, it was just like, it hit, it didn't hit. Like, mm-hmm. it was kind of just a silly joke. Will, you know, I think it was at that point, it was like, all right. He could have said some worse shit. He could have been like, well, he was already are they recasting like, Thanos? He was like imp- implying like, you know, like, don't test me. I got one locked and loaded for like, you know, I can go on to like, you know, the whole August Saiyans and being cuckolded and all this shit. Yeah, the dude's been through. Dude, yeah. I, I honestly hope that, that Chris Rock runs a few specials and he dedicates like 10 minutes. Just well, he's deaf. I mean, Chris Rock is one of the, the best oh. comedians of all time. Like, mm-hmm. how is he not going to address this? Oh, yeah. What's crackin' lacking? Yeah, I mean, tie, 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 tie. I mean, he's he's the best. He played a zebra for Christ's sake. He did play a fight. If he can play a zebra, he could do anything. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, I all don't right, know. final it, question. Uh, we'll end it on this. Uh, Wait, what do you want to know? I was going to say that, like, I kind of excuse Will Smith out of all this because, like, look at his history. When he first started a musical career back when the you know uh, summer times and the welcome to, to Miami. Yeah, he was a growing up to be a big culture worldwide phenomenon his words right and he did and then he got back to his og girlfriend who like he was a lover boy right he loved his girlfriend and mm-hmm. like, he had Colin's opportunities to cheat on her but he was like no no i love i love her i love her he comes back she's been cheating on him with some dude at the store and like he's heartbroken after that he just he developed a, a phobia of like sex he would like a, a, after like getting his heart broken he's like i gotta go out there and fuck i gotta go out there and get better essentially right and then like in his book uh the power of will or the art of will or some shit i think it's the power of will by will smith and uh, mark manson great name mark manson wrote the uh subtle subtle art art of not giving a fuck hell yeah and uh fucking um that's more like a hell no yeah no he would puke by his own accord like after sex he's just like revolting by like the trauma that he that is normal cheated is that is that cheated i mean is that that is it normal I thought everyone did that when they orgasmed. Yeah, I just cry when I orgasm. I don't puke. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, two birds at one stone. But yeah. I mean, and like, here's the psychology of Will Smith, right? This is from his own book, his own accord. Uh, in back in the early relationship, right, of him and Jada, uh, she was a movie star. There were movie stars, right? Uh, his grandma, because in his old book, like his grandma was most of his his mother figure that raised him and shit. He was a weird kid. He was wearing cowboy boots and. West Philadelphia and like get beat up. Like, well, no he, wonder he would get beat up. No, like, he would get beat up. Like, kids would come up to him, like, you're fucking weird. Like, he was just trying to be happy, like, himself. And, like, you yeah, know. look at this fucking loser. Yeah, for real, though. And look then, at this uh, happy kid. But <laughs> knock that happiness I'm not going to excuse his behavior, face. but, like, you know, you know, the world. But he, so he's a prankster. Him and Jada start dating. His grandma, he invites her over. Uh, Will Smith is uh, in this book. He's very intricate about time. He times everything out. So he takes like, he knows how long it takes to get to one spot and how long this is going to take. It's all meticulous in a set, right? So he planned accordingly for when Jada was on her way to meet the grandma and him uh, to hang out and shit. So he put a movie called Set It Off. What Jada's, Jada's movie, right? Mm-hmm. And in the movie, uh, there's a scene where she just gets digged down. Says, you know, she's an, they're actresses, right? You know, actors yeah, and actresses. She was acting. Exactly. Doing a great but job. He was watching that movie and queued it up at the right time. So when she would arrive, 
she would be getting dicked down on screen, right? And she got in and like the scene was on TV. Like she's like freaking out, like Will, why would you do this? He got up, was like, babe, babe, isn't this amazing? This is a memory forever. Think about this. No, no, babe, 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 babe. And like even in the audio book, he's like, audience, let me let me tell you this. Like he's telling the viewers, trying to explain the fourth wall. This is bad. Like this is a prank. I'm a prankster, right? He's like, is this a bad thing? Like, I don't know. So, like, that's the psychology of Will Smith, though, right? That guy's been, like... Wait, <laughs> if that guy's a prankster, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. how the fuck was he so butthurt in front of the whole world? Well, that's why, that's why, that, thank you for saying that. Because, like, that's, like, a young Jado and young Will, right? And, like, supposedly Jado and uh, fucking, what's his name? The rapper guy. August. No, 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 no. Tupac. Tupac. Tupac, yeah. They were in love, right? Quote, yeah. unquote. And uh, it's just the whole, like, him being cuckolded and, like, that like, psychology of, like, even he says it in his book. Like, when, it, when he was a mega superstar, like, you know, Men in Black, Independence Day, going to, like, these Hollywood parties, there's this hierarchy of, like, actors, like, like art- artists and shit, and super mega stars. And, like, he would get into psyche of, like, he has to be on the best movie ever it's a scientology thing right look at tom cruise tom cruise banger after banger after banger will smith was on a roll right and then his uh dude i I have i love will smith i have i I, I can fucking tell i have this interesting um driver that i ran into who Mm -hmm. i in mexico who was telling me very similar stories that i think you would get along with very well the the some old dude retiring out there yeah that's gonna be me. Fifty years to talk about Will Smith. You know, he was actually beat up a lot when he was a kid, actually. <laughs> but no, but it's it's just funny because he's so competitive, and then like, you know, his kids start their own music, and he got super into that to the point where like they stopped playing board games, and like he would purposely get the wife out and just ruin a good time, and he became too competitive and into his own head. He became a meme, right? And then this is a tickling point. Did I say that right? Tilting point. A, a, a tilting point, ticking time bomb. It was going to happen eventually. But, uh, yeah, good on Chris Rock not to press charges, you know. Very, yeah. Nah, fuck that. His ass should have been, like, I scored it out there. <laughs> They're gonna he should have gotten the dragged out. They're Apparently, t- they had asked Will to leave, and he refused to leave. But then why did he still get the award? Yeah. He should have been like, like, we are not condoning violence. He gave out a speech after. Yeah powerful that's what i'm saying we can we do not condone violence or the actions of mr smith he will not be receiving the award in which case we'll be giving it to dun, 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 javier bardam or whoever else was nominated mm. who should have yeah. yo should have so question to you guys how do you guys feel that like white privilege the public feels about this issue like do you I feel am that very confused at the people defending will smith what percentage do you feel that is though i think it's 50 50 i'm right here I'm defending Will Smith. Uh, dude, I am not keep, defending. Keep your wife's name it's out of my mouth. It's a fucking joke. Like, yeah, the, if you can't handle that joke, which is very like... Just wait till he says... Just low wait, heat. Yeah. You know, like... Very low How risk. are they going to take anything else that they go... You know, like... And especially from Chris Rock, who's, you know, very well-known comedian. He's a superstar. And as a comedian American, who's like terribly unfunny... I would not like to see a precedent of unfunny comedians getting slapped because I feel like that would apply to Did us. you call yourself unfunny comedian? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean by that? Uh, yeah, and we got to stop. This is quote-unquote cancel culture. 
like the people that are saying like this shit went too far is like I can hear you chewing. <laughs> I'll, I'll redo it. I'll redo it. Like, this is cancel culture. This is people saying the joke went too far. Oh, he's lucky he only got slapped. He would have caught these hands if he would have said something about my girl. You're in an award show where the job for the host is to make fun of people in the room and break the ice yeah. and make mm-hmm. it entertaining for people to watch at home. This most recent Oscars was the second least watched Oscars after last year's which is the least watched oscars of all time so the last two have been the least watched they got to spice things up to make it interesting people are talking about this and initially i thought it was fake because i'm like this is just press but after seeing everything that happened like obviously it's not fake but at the same time Mm -hmm. i think overall on inexcusable from will smith he like as he was walking up to the stage someone should have stepped and be like what are you doing People thought he was going to go over there. Yeah, where the fuck was Denzel Washington? Because after he's, uh, Will Smith smacks him, like, Denzel goes to the camera and is like, yeah, you know, he's just very emotional. It's been a tough day for him. Like, motherfucker, you should have been, like, up there defending, like, you know, like, cut him off halfway. Or hit Chris Rock for Will. Yeah. You know, if Denzel Washington would have socked Chris Rock, we would have been Shut like, the this man. is no, no, no. brave. Let me take care of it. This is, the, this is man on fire. Will Smith should have been forced <laughs> out of the building after that happened. Mm-hmm. He should have been like, you you just couldn't. I mean, is no one talking about black on black crime? Are we not going to talk about that? Dude, Ooh. I'm glad somebody brought it up. Is no one going to talk about the fact that if one of them was colored, it'd be a it would the world would explode. You know, it's got a it's got. They're both got colored. A point. That's what I'm, if, I'm saying. If one of them, yeah. if only one of them was colored, okay, and the other person was, well, that, that's of, true. Will Smith's white. He might as well be because he got away <laughs> with something that white privilege got yeah, away. with. Yeah, that is true. You know what? It, this is even about race. This is about money. You know. Can I just read uh, Tom Segura's tweet? Oh, uh, he said the bitch been bald. If she was so sensitive about her hair, she would have bought a wig by now. <laughs> Hashtag cuck will. Damn. The bitch been bald. Dude, I also heard Tom Segura um, say that Will smacked Chris Rock, but. Really, he was wishing he was smacking someone else. Well, yeah, one hundred percent. All that pent up anger of like, oh, my wife's getting made fun of again. And there's also this really weird video where Jada was talking about how she is the water and she is the ocean and she holds all the water inside her. Have you guys seen that? I have not. It's fucking weird. She's laying in bed, and this is what happens when people become too famous and rich Mm -hmm. that the people around them just start saying yes to everything. Yeah, that they're like, yeah, you are the ocean. They surround themselves. That's not crazy what you're saying. Like, that completely makes sense. No, that's a great TikTok. Yeah, no, yeah. Upload it. Says your 22-year-old, like, social media manager. Says her 22-year-old daughter who's pansexual and doesn't abide by any standards and normalities of uh, society. Well, I mean, you got to feel bad for those kids, too, because, like, she didn't even want to do the, I whipped my hair back and forth. I whipped, she quit halfway to the tour. Will Smith was like, no, we're not failures. We're the Smiths. And then, like, another failure was the afterlife. Anyone remember that garbage movie? Yes. Oh, and also Gemini Man, also a fucking failure. Downfall of Will Smith. People don't care about Will Smith anymore. He's a has been. You know what people do care about? Chris Rock. Mm. I want to. I want to see another special. I want to see him host Saturday Night Live. I want Rush Hour Five. I yes. I know it's not Chris. You know who's not not getting enough work nowadays? Jackie Chan. Yeah, let's get Jackie Chan. He needs more reboots. Replace Chris Tucker with Chris Rock. I was gonna say you. Dude, this guy. <laughs> that's that's racist. All right, let's end on this. Mm. I am Chris Rock, and I just said something horrible about your fiance. 
let's say we have our own BTT awards and halfway through you're sitting next to the misses Phil you're going to play the misses Juan you're going to play Will Smith okay and I I say something horrible about your misses what I want to say bitch I'm not going to make any of the jokes that I want to make (laughs) I hold too much respect towards you guys been bald bitch yeah I would just say something horrible like her bakery isn't good here let's go with that let's go with that and uh, if you guys want to be poisoned and shit out blood, just make sure you eat some of uh, Alo's baking. Oh. <laughs> oh, what? What was that, Jade? What was that? You don't let him speak to me. You don't like that, Jade? You don't like that? You don't let him speak to me? You're going to speak to my fucking wife like fucking that. So you would have done exactly what Will Smith You, you would have just Will Smith out? No, but I was imitating him. What you would know, you have done? Let's, let's, let's oh, what would I have no, done? No, no, no. Yeah. Let's reverse this. Let's reverse this. I'll show, okay. you, I'll show you what Will Smith should have done. Okay. Hey, you're a fat fucking cow, and your wife looks like a fucking pork who is rolling around in dirt, and I hope her fat fucking cunt explodes from the next child she has. No. Sweetie, sweetie, I got this. I got this. No. Sweetie, sweetie. No. Ma, accepting the award for lead actor in the movie, Will Smith. Thank you, folks. Thank you. Thank you. First off, I uh, I know that Chris Rock's a comedian, but uh, how how classless of an act. I'm up here supporting and making real art while he's taking shots at my family. I will take the high road, and hopefully Chris can learn from his mistakes. And uh, and uh, so I know. Keep my wife's he name out your fucking your wife. mouth. He probably fucked your wife. He probably fucked her. That's why you gotta say that. Thank you, folks. Catch me in Gemini Man Two. Catch me in Gemini Man Two. And with that being said, thank you everybody for listening, and we'll see you all next week. He fucked his wife. <laughs>